Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Give online therapy a try at betterhelp.com slash 365 and get on your way to being your best self. A common misconception about relationships is that they have to be easy to be right. But sometimes the best ones happen when both people put in the work to make them great. Therapy can be a place to work through the challenges you face in all of your relationships, whether with friends, work, your significant other, or anyone else. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Become your own soulmate, whether you're looking for one or not. Visit BetterHelp.com slash 365 today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash 365. BetterHelp.com. This is 365 Sports, powered by Sikkim365.com. Jake Plummer, Arizona State University with us on 365 Sports and also his career in the NFL and businessman, entrepreneur. We've had you on quite a bit uh, since the Arizona State Big 12. In fact, we did the day that it kind of became official. Is that is that sunk in yet that where they're going to be a part of the Big 12? No, because, you know, it's like <laughs> it will next year when they're playing these teams that you, know, you only used to randomly get once in a while if you wanted to have a a tough schedule, non-conference schedule, but now they got to play them. So I don't know. It's the evolution of this game that we play, and you can't stop it. I don't necessarily believe in doing things for money, and that's what it feels like to oh, me. Oh, it is. Yeah. Because yeah. I never played this game to get paid. It wasn't like, oh, I'm going to go make millions when I was an eighth grader. I wanted to win a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, if you dive into where you're at and you do the work and you put forth the effort, the money will come. You know, that's just bound to happen. But I never played this game for the money. And when you're making decisions based on money for the game, I just worry about the, the players because there's no game without the players. And these college kids that are said you got an education, you're getting an education. Well, what about when they're 48 and they didn't go to the pros but they still had – eight concussions and three blown knees where where's all this money that's being generated through all these movements is there anything getting set aside for their long-term future no no so that's that's what worries me yeah well right now like with nil like you know they got to cash in now and but it's again you can that's not equal you know yeah you're going to give nil money to a center yeah who (laughs) isn't out and about and doesn't want to have like endorsements no you're going to give it to the quarterback and that's not right it's not fair it's not equitable so you know the nil is good 
I mean, I got some buddies that sent me a picture of a T-shirt that said Jake the Snake Plumber, and I'm diving into the end zone in the Rose Bowl. And they're like, hope you're getting your NIL from this. I'm like, I'm not getting anything from that. That's <laughs> my name, my likeness. That's me. And they're selling that T-shirt, and I don't get anything from that. And I should, right? Because mm -hmm. that's me. But these kids should get that. But there's got to be something into the long-term, like, future so we'll see i don't know you it's, would have gotten it had it been available no question at the yeah. position and, yeah. and and would have been taken care of what about in the locker room football's always been known as the ultimate team sport what about in the locker room do you think that it i haven't heard of it creating problems like the center may get thirty-five thousand a year and it's just and, and a quarterback gets a million would that have ever created any issues in the locker room, in your opinion? Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I could see that happening for sure, especially if the quarterback getting a million is a dud. Yeah. And the guy behind him is getting 25 grand. Yep. And now he's the one leading the team. You know, what's going on? I just I, I feel like college for me was a proving ground to get to where you get paid to play the game. You know, like you prove yourself in college to get the opportunity to go to the league then now make what they're making now is like this is generational wealth what the, some of these guys are yeah. making but let's be real clear here what the quarterbacks make these 250,000 guarantee like that left guard ain't making that mm -hmm. he's making some good money but he ain't making that much money and the owner He's making a hell of a lot more than that quarterback making two hundred fifty million a year. Yeah, there's a reason why they're billionaires. It's yeah. a strange like dichotomy going on there, and I think really, uh, yeah, it confuses me sometimes. Yeah. But yeah. this is a big industry. As you look around at all the flashing signs and all the all the stuff that's really probably not very good for your health being pushed on you with Bud Light and Pepsi and Doritos and preservatives and shit. <laughs> and here we are. Yeah. We're in Radio Row. We're in Vegas. You can go put a bet down and then walk over and watch the game. Who'd have thought that? You know, yeah, gambling was so verboten. Oh, man. That was the end all the be all. And now, you know, it's like part of what's gro grown the game. DraftKings and fantasy football and all this. So, you know, it's, hey, you can't stop a, a train running down the tracks. But eventually, you know, hopefully you lay out enough track ahead of you so you can continue on. And that's where college and NFL I look at this game it's still fun to watch but I haven't seen much evolution to be real honest mm -hmm. with you you mm -hmm. could look at film of me playing in 98 with Mark Tressman when for eight games we threw for 2,500 yards there's no difference they're running the same thing with just different players it's the same game mm -hmm. it's tackling it's running it's scoring uh, now it's just blown up into this massive injury industry you, uh, we've we've had you on several times. I don't know if we've ever really gotten to you and Pat Tillman. We're we're very very close, yeah. and he is, uh, you know, a, a, a true American hero that that gave up something that most people wouldn't give up to go uh, fight for our country. Yeah. What um, today after all this time, like when you think of Pat or what what he means, like what what do you think his his true message to the world is, or that that he would want people to to know? Ah, uh, man, that's a great question. You know, I was I was very grateful and and, and thankful to have a, a not only just a great teammate and someone that was inspirational, but a great friend. Mm -hmm. And I think that, that all I take from our, my relationship with with him was the his ability to be a really good friend mm -hmm. to so many people, to have a positive impact on so many people 
prior to him even doing what he did to go leave the game and go fight for our country, he was leaving an indelible impression on everybody he crossed his path with. So it wasn't like he changed and became a national hero and was all of a sudden this bigger-than-life guy. He was always just true to who he was. He was himself. He did what he wanted to do. The coaches didn't want him. They wanted him to gain weight one offseason. What did he do? He went and ran a marathon. <laughs> he didn't gain a weight training for a marathon, you know. But they said, he said, I'm going to run a marathon this offseason. And he did it, you know. So Pat really embodied that. Like, we say, do you do it? A lot of times we talk, but you don't back it up. Pat backed it up. And so that's a really uh, inspirational thing that now he's not here. So I look at myself and I'm like, It'd be curious to hear him talk to me about what I'm up to now, you know, like I'd love to get his take on mm -hmm. a lot of different things because he was always so opinionated, but not just uh, a knee-jerk reaction opinion. It was based on what he'd read and gathered information, and, and he was a very well-read man. He, he loved gaining knowledge and learning new things and challenging, challenging himself to be better. And Yeah, I miss Pat. Um, that I, I wish you'd have had some kids, you know, because a yeah. guy like him, you want him to have some offspring because, you know, his genes are good. And uh, I just pray for his family, you know, that mm -hmm. they'll find answers and find relief or find something that can bring them some peace of mind as they've lost what's too many an amazing human being. But, you know, they knew not known all along. His mom knew what he was when mm -hmm. she had him. So, yeah, they, he was a great human being, and I was blessed to know him. You were a part of that team that beat uh, Nebraska yep. in the first game of the 96 season, I think. First or second game. The third, 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 third game. 19 yep. to nothing or whatever. Yep. Uh, you guys, the defense was unbelievable against an offense. Scott Frost first, uh, yeah, Scott Frost first year, I think, as a yep. starter. But you beat them. And the year before, did they not put up like 70 on you? Yeah, I think it was like 74 to 28. So and, I, and I tell people, you heard me say 28, right? They, <laughs> so offensively, we, that's what we scored before I got out of the game. Like, we put up 28 points on that defense. So we didn't worry. I wasn't scared of that team. It was our defense that had trouble. And we made some changes in the offseason, brought in some guys, and then that was, uh, that yeah, was, a, was, that a, was a really a big win yeah. for us. It was, it was our buddy Phil Snow. Huge. Yeah. 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 Phil, Phil orchestrated that defense. Pat was part of that defense. Derek Rogers came in and was a high-level tone setter that – would run everywhere in practice. And so now on film in practice, you're standing out like a sore thumb because Derek Rogers is running by you, chasing the running back 30 yards downfield. All of a sudden it caught fire and now we got four guys, seven guys. Now there's 11 dudes pursuing the runner. And so in the game, you never know when a ball pops out mm -hmm. and it can be the biggest play of the entire season. And if you're lollygagging and half-assing it going down the field, you missed that opportunity to make a play where now our guys are swarming. That ball pops out. Now it's ours. We're on it because we're like mad dogs going to the ball. So that was a huge game for us, and that season was so much fun. Man, that was <laughs> what a great season. We didn't win a national championship. I didn't win a Super Bowl. I didn't win the Heisman. I did win a state championship in high school football, so that's cool. At least I got one trophy. <laughs> but I was right there, you know. What an accomplishment for you for myself to look back at my career and be proud of all that I did. When you were playing Bill Wall, I would hear Bill Walsh talk about you all the time. He loved you. Yeah. Like, he thought you were, like, you know, you, you could see, like, 
talk, I saw an interview one time talking. He's like, oh, I love Plummer. Plummer's this great. And you could see the, the wheels turning in his head. Did you, did you get to have a relationship with him and, and, well, and talk to him? Or I didn't have a relationship, but I, mm-hmm. I came to the Stanford quarterback receiver camp mm-hmm. before my senior year. And he picked out some quarterbacks that out of the whole group of, of mm-hmm. campers there. And I was one of them that got to go back and uh, spend some time with him and a few other guys getting some high-level education on the game. And he, you know, when that happened and some words came out of how I performed at camp, set a foot speed record on a foot drill thing, I started getting letters from every college in the country. And so that was Bill Walsh's influence. And then... Here I am coming out of college after I went to ASU and didn't go to Stanford. Funny story, Scott Frost went to Stanford. Yes, he did. They told me we have a quarterback. We don't want, we're, we, we're good. Because I wanted to go to Stanford because I wasn't thinking NFL. I was wanting to play football for Stanford. My dream was the NFL, but I thought, man, a Stanford education, yep. go, nothing could go wrong there. And they took Scott Frost. You know how that turned out. One of the games we're playing in my sophomore year, I throw a touchdown, and it's Scott Frost playing safety. And I'm like, what the heck is yeah. going on here? <laughs> and then he's, at, then he's at Nebraska, you know. And so that's an interesting twist there. And then when I came out in, in, in college, uh, Bill was kind of getting pushed out of the 49ers organization in some way, whatever was going on there. But he, he was hardcore pushing for me to be a Niner because of – he felt like he saw similarities to Joe Montana. And so as a young man, when the coach says that, what kind of confidence that gave me? Like, mm. you think I've got, like, Joe Montana-level abilities? Like, okay, let me see if I got this. I'm going to go do this. So, yeah, Bill Walsh, you know, it would have been great to play for that man at one point. I never got a chance to, but I was blessed to, to run his system that Mark Tressman learned from him, that Mike Shanahan learned from him, and play in this beautiful West Coast offense, whatever you want to label it as. Man, I have fun running that, that offense. So uh, how, how's the mushroom business? It's going well. I mean, it's, it's like sales business, you know? You, yeah. People need to hear things sometimes seven times before they start paying attention. So we're just continuing to educate, continuing to let people know there's something out there that can help you initiate uh, a positive, it's really a positive intervention towards your own health and wellness, taking it in your own the hands. coffee's taking off, right? Mushroom coffee is taking Mushroom off. Mushroom coffee is a big thing, yeah. you know, but, you know, I don't know how mu- you, you, can, you can be misled sometimes yeah. by a label, mushroom coffee. We'll break it down. How many milligrams of actual lion's mane are in that coffee? Yeah. You need to find that out because yeah. if you're not taking uh, 500 milligrams to 1,000 a day, you may not be getting the full benefits of that. So we're learning as we go. And, and people that are curious are experiencing the benefits when they try it out. We're doing a 21-day challenge. You can sign up at getumbo.com because anything you, you want to try to make a positive intervention or change the way you're doing things, it takes commitment. So daily habits, we're doing some daily morning rituals and some evening rituals surrounded around movement, some meditation, some breath work, things that have helped me put me on a path towards wellness. And then if People want to join the challenge and order some mushrooms. That's great because then we realize that consistency over time equals results. So you take these for a, a, a day or two, and you don't, might not feel something. It's like eating broccoli. Do you eat broccoli and go, good God, I'm all sudden in shape? <laughs> no, but you know it's good for you, that yep. you need those nutrients and those vitamins and minerals. Same thing here. Once you start taking it, as time goes, you'll start to notice 
I'm not crashing at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. What's going on? I'm dreaming again. I'm sleeping. I'm waking up refreshed. These are little changes that add up to a lot when you're taking care of your internal and your, the way your systems work. And so we're trying to initiate this. Me and Rashad Evans will lead you through some yoga, some breath work, some stuff. And, uh, yeah, I'm just – that's our next thing. But I'm looking for curious individuals that want to learn more and want to take, like I said, that step towards health and wellness. I know you got to go. Uh, I saw a picture of you at Luke Air Force Base in a jet. Yeah. We had the Thunderbirds <laughs> on yesterday. Some cool. of those that are going to fly over at Allegiant Stadium. Did, what was that like? Oh, my goodness. That was – Taking off in the jet, that was amazing. Uh, we got an opportunity there in Colorado to do that. And I tell you, uh, I got sick because we're moving so fast. And I, tur I turned my head to look, and it, you're going the so fast. Equilibrium? That, yeah, my equilibrium got thrown off. And he gave me the handle of the, play of the jet. And I, my dumb ass, I'm like <laughs> taking a turn like I'm flying a 737 <laughs> or something. Instead of like, <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. if I go back, I would have just yanked on it. <laughs> but, uh, you know, we pulled about uh, seven Gs. And mm. it was pretty fun, you know, That's to get awesome. that opportunity. That doesn't happen very often. So for me, that was that was once in a lifetime kind of deal. Jake, thanks for the time. And when you've been on before with us as well, uh, good luck with your business again. Uh, awesome. And, and, and again, Feel better. Look better. Habits are better. Thanks for your time. Yes. We appreciate it. Awesome. Thank you guys for having me on the show. Jake Plummer, 365 Sports. This has been a Rogue Media Network production. Wake up.